Because you know there's a handful of people actually run everything. That's true. It's provable. Not it's all about control. To them we just cattle. Numbers battling each other while they're creeping in the shadows. Scheming, plotting, clocking your every move. Locked in your mind, brainwashed until it's rocking. Got the population operating as they want them. Symbolically mocking them, thinking nothing can stop them. So open your eyes to the lies of the evil. The poison in the minds and the lives of your people. And every time they lead you down a line to deceive you. And by then, it's always too late to see. Through the veil that they hide behind Cause your third eye is blind Better take a stand We running out of time Ain't nobody coming to save us Fuck what you out of mind Arm yourself with the truth And jump behind the battle line Can we turn it around? Yeah, it's possible Divide a little four But united world This is for the world This is for the masses Attached to the strings Being pulled by puppet masters This is for the youth Searching for the proof Keep on looking for the clues I'll provide you with some truth This is for the ones Waking up with the spell Beginning to discover themselves Yeah, this is for the youth Searching for the truth Keep on looking for the clues I'll provide you with some proof Hey, yo, the stage is set The game is rigged The system isn't broken It was designed this way And only the blind obey Give their mind away To these political, parasitical, cynical, criminal-minded individuals Getting you to surrender your freedoms To the hands of the state With every boogeyman they create Playing they order out of chaos In order to enslave us Distorted our brains to morally degrade us Faces off against each other Why they move the pieces On the global chessboard Directing the hordes I don't come to bring peace I was sent with a sword A truth to get you mentally ready for war Step forth if you got the balls To call out these tyrants Or submit your compliance through silence Cause in this filthy system Ain't a single soul to trust It ain't right versus left It's a state versus this us This is for the world This is for the masses Attached to the strings Being pulled by puppet masters this is for the youth, searching for the proof Keep on looking for the clues, I'll provide you with some truth This is for the ones waking up from the spell Beginning to discover themselves Yeah, this is for the youth, searching for the truth Keep on looking for the clues, I'll provide you with some proof This is for the world, world Okay, everybody. Let's see here. We're going to get our levels down a little bit and make sure that everything is right and everything is good. So thank you. Welcome back to another edition of A Hitchhiker's Guide to Truth. My name is James Cordner. I am your host for this evening. Um, so a little bit of housekeeping. My website, freeyourmindne.com. And uh, well, that's about it. We're going to be continuing our talk on the subject of natural law, and we're going to be taking it step by step. You know, we can't just dive headfirst in and expect good results. We need to learn as we go here. So what we're going to do tonight is we're actually going to be speaking with Joe Murray from freedomforall.online. He's going to be our co-host for the evening. So uh, without any further ado, Joe, how's it going? What's good, brother? Thanks for having me on, man. Yeah, no problem. Tell the people a little bit about yourself in case they are new to the show and new to you, and we can make sure that people got a good understanding of 
what makes it possible for you to be here and to speak about this this topic of uh of objective morality and a good value system and understanding principles well i am a anarchist hip-hop artist and you know i guess you could say independent researcher um free thinker just trying to wake people to fuck up to what the fuck is really going on in the world and to the fact that government is an inherently illegitimate and immoral system that needs to go the belief in authority needs to go which is really the root cause of our entire problem that we're we're faced with now worldwide um which you know ultimately comes from the ignorance of natural law moral law um so i'm just an average schmuck trying to use my musical talent my lyrical talent to try to reach as many people as i could i also do a couple podcasts um tried to explain my understanding of natural law to the best of my ability um so yeah for the past maybe 14 years now doing a lot of soul searching a lot of researching uh to come you know to understand what i do now and just trying to fulfill my moral obligation to put that truth out there to as many people as i possibly could that's great that's great um so yeah like like i said we're here tonight to discuss uh you know to discuss principles to to continue the discussion of objective morality and to really elaborate more on what i've been talking about the past few weeks uh on the show about about that you know um and I thought to myself, what better, what better guy to have and uh, come and co-host on such a topic than than uh, Joe Murray here? And oh, thank you, man. So here, so here you are. Uh, you know, a little bit of, a little bit of background, folks, uh, for folks that don't already know. Like I, I actually owe a lot to this man here. Uh, he kind of beat it into me about a, a few things. You know, uh, <laughs> I heard, I was hearing him talk about about these uh the, these topics about a year ago actually and almost a year ago now and uh basically just woke me the fuck up to how i was behaving and treating myself and that i wasn't lined up with my own values and the things that i that i wanted to do and the principles that that i stand by you know so we really need to start cultivating those values and everything and um I guess where we really start is with in childhood and and how we how we kind of imprint those values into into children or even it doesn't even need to be children it can be the other people around us you know on a daily basis how do we how do we start speaking to people about these things joe to like relate to them and we're all to, trying to figure that out right you know right. i've so, tried every approach throughout my years you know to from trying to reason with people and trying to, you know, find common ground, you know, on certain things and certain issues that we both like feel like, you know, um, that we both take interest in, you know, and I'll, I'll try to work around that gently. Um, you know, I've tried that approach to just outright screaming in fucking people's faces. Um, I've lost family members over trying to speak the truth to them, friends, jobs. Uh, you know, I was willing to walk away from, the relationship that I'm in now, you know, with the mother or my daughter, 
for her taking on a government job was she was about to take on a government job and uh you know i i tried every approach imaginable i've been successful in each approach but i find to you know i find that just being real about it and not holding not holding back and just you know speaking the truth and not giving a fuck when anyone thinks or what they have to say or what they feel about it i i think that's your best of i mean you don't have to be like aggressive about it but um you know i mean to start it off how you start the conversation just gotta gotta get a feel you know you you you'll know like especially if you've been doing it for a while you you know you you get that sense like when you're around certain people like how you can ease into the conversation or if something gets brought up you know that like okay now i could jump in i could bring this up and we could get into it um it's got to be tactically wise with each individual or group of individuals i guess you know yeah i guess the first thing that we really should do though is like kind of give a definition of what exactly a principle is right uh, so people listening out there can really get a firm grasp on on what we're trying to talk about here and a principle is basically well it's the first thing it's the first things first it's where the found the foundation in which you build the rest of your your value the structure of your values off of um so some principles could really it can really come down to you know how you treat other people what what do you base that off of um you know, we, we've all, if, if, if you're not new to this type of study, if you're not new to these philosophies and you've heard things like the non-aggression principle, the self-defense principle, these things that build our character, they act as a foundation of, of what builds our character. Um, what, what types of things do you, Joe, do you do, uh, to basically like get people to wake up to how they might be acting do you do you take it easy like i know what you were just talking about before about family members and stuff like that but in your day-to-day like you know your day-to-day uh interactions with with people i myself i i call people out on stuff i'll say hey that's not that's not right or that's wrong you know so how do you handle things like that I say that's the best way just call people right out on their bullshit and put it as bluntly as, as possible. Like, honestly, as of lately, or I would say since the start of the fucking scamdemic, I pulled back a lot on my approach to people because, you know, and I've been saying this since this happened, like I used to think I knew where humanity's mindset was at collectively. I thought I had my finger on the pulse, but man, once this shit went down, boy, was I off. It is so much worse than I could have even imagined. So the issue is, and I don't care if this sounds cocky or not, but people like me, you, Ivan and shit, like we're too awake in a world that is just like in REM sleep, you know, and our, our standards for society and our criteria for being awake is just so the fuck up here that you know when once this shit went down it made me like take a step back be like all right look i'm gonna have to take what i can get you know and, and work with what people the people that i'm interacting with that i'm working with my family my friends so i took a more like um you know more gentle, not, I used to 
it's um I, I try with each individual it's different you know like the dudes i work with they're awake to an extent more right wing leaning you know kind of people um and so you know there's things that we could you know we could we could get into conversations that'll get brought up like about uh you know about biden and biden administration and inflation and so i'll play off of that you know we'll get into that and um you know then i'll get into the fact like you know i'll talk about trump you know i know we're talking about principles here but it's just stuff that leads into it you know Mm-hmm. Um, we got to get these people to first understand that the system is, it doesn't matter. Like the left, right bullshit is, that's what it is. It's bullshit. It's just an illusion. Both playing for the same team. Both are, you know, being puppeteered by the same force. It doesn't matter. And history has shown us nothing but that, you know, so. These I these things are man-made, cons- they're, they're man-made constructions to to obfuscate the difference between right and wrong. It's one side thinks one thing's right. The other side thinks it's wrong tends to, you know, be that way where they're disagreeing with each other on what's right and what's wrong. And it's like, no, there's an objective right and an objective wrong at play here. But because, you know, it's like this petty argument. They say the left wing and the right wing are both wings of the same bird. And that bird wants to claw your fucking eyes out, you know? Absolutely. Yep. And like I said, like history showing you nothing but that. Like these people don't give two fucks about you or your children. It's the exact opposite. And they showed you that they hate you. They can't stand you. You know, they do everything in opposition to your freedom and your rights and your, your ability to live free and prosperous, you know? Um, so, you know, I, I try to get into the political um aspect of things first and then play off of that you know and then try to explain to them well what gives either of these people either of these sides the right to tell us what we can and can't do what we can and cannot put into our own bodies what we can and cannot possess on us you know as weaponry to defend ourselves or our our family or our community where do these people get this right you know like i don't have the right to do that to you or anyone else like so if government you know, gets its rights from us. Like we didn't have that fucking right to give them. So it's bullshit. It's just an illusion. But then you always get hit with the typical state of shit. Yeah, but there has to be something in place. There be some mechanism in place where people are, you know, being controlled. It's like, like, look, if you're looking for like um, a remedy for when harm is caused, like by people in a society, we could provide that. You know, there's many. There's many, you know, ways that we could figure this shit out, you know, but then you start getting into crazy detail. I I just try to keep it as short and as simple as possible. Like, look, you know, I could give you my opinion on what, what I feel we could do about protection and, and, you know, a kind of military force in a, in a totally free anarchistic society, but it's just my opinion. I bet you, you could come up with something even better than me. And this one could come up with what's something even better than you and that's the whole point we need to grow the fuck up you know and figure this shit out together and stop advocating our personal responsibility to people that we don't even fucking know in the first place right. you know and i feel that they have the right to to dictate to our lives you know right exactly exactly it's you know you, you make a good point there where it's like if these if if a community wants to come together then and and say hey like this is how we run shit here you know uh, we're going to take care of our own and that's perfectly well within their boundaries to do so. It's, a, it's about, you know, it's about that community. It's about that being able to contact these people. It's like, 
Um, Douglas Martin says it the best where it's like there, there does have to be some sort of, there is some sort of hierarchy because it's about, it's about who has knowledge and, and what does that knowledge apply to? There'll always be hierarchy, you know, know? it's just about, you know, it's just not about rulers, you know, there'll be leaders. There's a difference there. And, you know, it's like every company has a hierarchy of people who are at the top and they either own the company and they, they know the operation inside out. And then that trickles down throughout all the employees, right? Like there'll always be some kind of hierarchical structure, but these people Mm. wouldn't be considered fucking rulers, you know, where like you're bound by their fucking dictates or else, you know, I'm sorry to cut you off. No, 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 it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Um, But yes, there, there, there's a, a skill set and a knowledge base, like a, a knowledge base that that uh, that constructs this hierarchy. You know what I mean? And it's like, well, people work together in a non-aggressive way because that's a that's the principle of non-aggression, right there. It's like, well, cooperation, you know, is is key. And how do we maintain that? Well, on a small scale, it's possible, and on a large scale, it's also possible. You said something about. Um, the common response being, well, there's got to be something. There's always got to be something in control. And it's like, well, yeah, there there is always something in control. It's called natural law. And you, you, like, people need to understand that and learn it and start living according to it. And that that natural law comes with a subset of principles right out the gate. And we in America tried, <laughs> I believe that they tried at least to write something down to explain it in their back in the day with the Declaration of Independence and the Constitution. And they tried. I, I, I thoroughly believe they tried. But they were beliefs, close, but then beliefs can be manipulated. Not, not close enough. <laughs> no. As soon as they wrote, Congress uh, is allowed to collect, uh, lay and collect tax. Right. They're not across the fucking plot. That's it. Yeah. See you later. <laughs> Throw out the whole <laughs> fucking thing. Whatever. But nah, it's I think it, that... but it, yeah, it's all it's all about consent, man. Like that. That's yeah. it. Like people can come together and figure figure it out, and you could have like we can ha- you can have a a system in place which offers protection which offers services of all kinds, just like we do now. The whole point what people like me and you and Passio and Larkin Rose are are trying to say is that it needs to be voluntary. You know, people need to consent to funding that system's operation. And, you know, if if there are people dishing out decrees, like, you know, voluntarily consenting to cooperate with these people and with that system, that's it. It just needs to be consensual. It needs to be voluntary. If it's not, and it's involuntary by definition. That's immoral. And that would be considered fucking slavery. No? Yeah. You know, someone's forcing you to hand over the fruits of your labor to to furnish, uh, to fund their operation, you know, and comply yeah. with their fucking decrees. But that brings us to the to the other topic tonight about people's values. And when when people what people value in their lives, there was uh, when you set somebody's values in place, it's not until those values are threatened that they even perceive something as being a, that they're being aggressed upon, and that that need for self defense doesn't kick in until they feel like they're being aggressed upon. So it really comes down to, in my opinion, is where do your values lie? Because if we figure out where somebody's values lie, 
then we'll be able to figure out at what point do they feel be like they're being aggressed upon. And if we figure out what point they're being aggressed upon, then we'll see what line has to be crossed in order for them to see, see the situation as, well, I have to defend myself now. But then we have to figure out whether or not the person understands the difference between violence and self-defense. That's a point that's been obfuscated heavily within the last few generations. And it takes only a couple of generations to change the culture. We mm -hmm. know that. So this is a, like a problem. And it takes a lot of takes a lot of willpower to deal with a person person to person basis because you can't just some people are good at handling 20 people at once but you don't know you, you know like it, it takes a long time um we're fortunate you and i are fortunate enough to have children to be able to at least make sure that our children know and it's like okay there's a little bit just a little bit you know next generation kind of working on the next generation you know but yeah. i think that like the i think and this is this is just my opinion because who knows like i think that once we start getting once we start getting our value systems mixed up with material possessions that's when we're in some pretty hot water um because material possessions come and go uh value your, your value should like what do you value what what like what what is your value system comprised of joe me I mean, I, yeah fucking freedom man dangerous individual fucking freedom that's yeah. all i want i don't ask for much i want to make a you know an honest living i want to be a father to my daughter the best father i could be and just be free and i want her to be free i want her to be freer than i ever was that's that's really that's all that's on my mind that's all i give a fuck about and i want to see it in my lifetime a lot of people you know and i say and i said it before too don't have any stake in the outcome but you do have a stake in the outcome you you, you know you want to see that happen in your lifetime you know you want to see the end of this fucking nonsense uh you know this this tyranny from the you know this system in place all these systems worldwide you know you, you i mean that should be everyone's um that what everybody values first and foremost without that what the fuck is what's life you know, what's the point of life? If you're not truly free to express and experience yourself to your full potential and neither are your kids, like, what's the fucking point? You know, the thing is, is that, you know, that, that, that idea and those values, man, they just been systematically and steadily fucking just weaned out of people, bro. Depleted out of people, just generation after generation by the occult fucking my manipulators dude you know and they wean uh -huh. that hunger and that love for truth and for freedom just right the fuck out of people you know and they they you know they play on people's like innate um sense of what is right and and what is wrong you know like that that's the most basic um the most basic teachings like as a parent that's really all you're supposed to do is like teach right and wrong to your kids and protect them and provide for them right that's it you know and that gets that gets obfuscated when they get into the school systems and through the media and through the politicians right because they're they're told and everyone has an innate sense you know of what is right and what is wrong like not to go and just initiate harm against another right or take their shit you know a kid knows like it's they know it's not right to go and take another kid's toy or fucking break it. You know, they know that. But 
as they get older and they go through the school system and they get brainwashed by the television, the media and the politicians, they're, they're trained that there's an exception or an exemption when it comes to objective morality, when it comes to the state and its agents. Like it's wrong if we did these things onto each other as individuals, but someone in a uniform, it's okay for them. No, they have the right to do that. You know, they have to get away with that because they're there to protect. That's how they protect us. You right. know? Safety through fear. Yeah, man. <laughs> oh. What a world, huh? Can't wow. really have you can't really have safety and freedom to the you know at the same time, can you? No, you cannot. I mean, you can take care of your own safety, be safe in your own person, you know, look out for yourself and the loved ones around you. And hell, even expand that out a little bit further to the community. Who knows? I, for one, am not, I am, I, for one, am not opposed at all to a small band of volunteers walking the beat at night, making sure the community is safe. How it should in, be. That's I fucking how one. it should be. That's I got a, sm- you, you know, I got small did, kids. You were involved with that? No, I don't. Like Oh, well, I I, when I walk around my community, I'm packing. I'm not a joke. I don't, I'm not a no. joke. I fucking pack. I'm, I got, I'm armed and ready. When I'm walking down awesome. the street, we'll go back and forth to the store. I got my kids with my wife and we're, the family's out walking around. You know, I uh, back when I had my dog, fucking 97-pound pit bull, Great Dane mix, walking around with us. I'm packing. He's fucking having a good, you know. So, yeah, I protect my community. I protect my family. Right. I, I'm not. I'm not some uh, neighborhood watch cop wannabe, but I do. I do have it in the back of my mind that if I saw something, you know, objectively wrong going down, if I'm like, if I saw somebody, if I saw a woman getting raped, if I walk down to the store after I'm done here tonight and I'm packing, I I see a woman getting beat up in an alley down by the store I go to, and she's getting beat up, getting raped or something. Of course, you're gonna fucking do something about of it. Of course. Of course, yeah. it's going to be scary. You know, I might be trembling a little bit, but I've got to do something. Might second guess it, but your conscience will weigh on you. Too what are you going to do? Like what that. are you going to do? Call 911 and wait for them to respond? No, yeah. they're like, when, no, you, you can respond. matter, police are minutes hope, away. And I always hope that, you know what, like that if a woman found themselves in that situation, that they'd be able to defend themselves because that's even quicker. That's Absolutely. an even, quick, that's like, an even lot, quicker response. They can't response. because of the state, you know? They can't Sometimes, get carry yeah. permit, you know? Sometimes, Steel yeah. carry or open carry. Um, something, I'm, something small they keep in their fucking purse. You know, yeah. look, think about that. All these times, like, you know, where where women were, you know, attacked, walking back to a car late at night, got mugged, got raped, got murdered, you know, got a child kidnapped, you know, with a woman by herself, like, that wanted to be packing and wanted to be strapped and be able to defend herself but couldn't because of the state like that blood mm. and that harm goes back on the hands of government and their fucking enforcers dude you yep. know fucking yep. terrible ultimately that's ultimately, all we need in a, in a free society dude in an anarchistic society is just people like you walking to the store not looking for trouble no, just ready to go not. just ready to go if need be and you know, pr- protect people from wrongdoing. That's it. You don't I even pray, need a yeah. fucking kind of pol- uh, voluntary, you know, police force or, you know, neighborhood watch kind of deal. Just need to let people exercise their God-given right to defend themselves with whatever kind of weaponry they want, as long as they're not going mm-hmm. out and initiating harm. 
I mean, in my opinion, in a, in a, in a nice community, a strong community where people are like, where the people have good relationships and whatnot. I mean, you'd want some people out there that are trustworthy. Sure. You know, oh, there's, there's James. He's, he's a good dude. He doesn't fuck around. Yeah. We, you know, we don't know that he's packing, but there he goes. You know, he's looking out for the best interest of everybody around here. Whatever. You know, it doesn't need to be a uniform and a badge never needed to be it's, it's no. that, that that part of it is all about control it's all about fear tactics and control that's all it is um no. i mean and when we talk about like a value system i mentioned about you know being heavily materialistic that doesn't mean that your pro that your property should be like i'm looking i'm not gonna lie i'm looking at the chat and there's a person going it's talking about you know the amish it's not about being a luddite it's not about living in a, in a house with you know your light is you know a candle and you don't got a television that that yeah. sort of thing that's yeah. not what it's about at all it's about what are you what where does your values lie and when i say that i mean um how do you differentiate the difference between right and wrong how do you where where is that you know where do you draw the line on that scale because there's an objective difference and a lot of people don't know that they moral relativism runs rampant through this society and it's actually going to be the downfall of us and in my opinion i i really i really don't think that it could end any other way when you have a society that's so moral relativistic like you know that it's just one person thinks that it's wrong to murder but another person thinks that it's right so they go and do it and oh that's okay no i mean it's not okay. So when you got one person in, in a uniform with a badge who murders somebody, but it's okay because he was just doing his job. No, you know, and the bulk like, of the population believes that shit right. and lives in opposition to objective morality by yeah. not grasping objective truth. Like that is mm -hmm. a population that is gonna doom itself. You know. And when you're when you're uh, when your value system allows for that type of behavior to happen, like, you know, uh, maybe a small exaggeration here, but if it's from, if it's, if you're in a, a neighborhood where it's happening down the street from your fucking house and you're okay with it because you're nice and safe inside and you got your television and everything like that. And like, Oh, then your value system might be a little, little fucky. You might want to, you know, realign with some stuff. It's okay to have possessions. It's just, Absolutely. You got to find a balance, you know, and put yeah. what is objectively more important above everything else, like rights, right. like understanding rights, like people's individual sovereignty. You know, there's not wrong with physical possessions. It's when you make that your life and your obsession and your preceding, you know, fucking hedonistic pleasures constantly, then it's, then it's a problem. Yeah. You know, yeah, well, look I, at I the agree. Amish, you know, like brought up the Amish, like, well, what the fuck are they doing about ending human <laughs> slavery? Jack shit. They're keeping to themselves. Yeah, and, I mean, I mean and what, what good is that doing? Like the monks, you know, Tibetan monks and shit. Like, the fuck are they done for? Humanity? I guess I, I guess part of the idea is that, like, I don't know if I'd have to if I'd have to put myself in their shoes. I can imagine it being something like, oh, well, they're just we're, that people like us are just gonna collapse under our own weight, under under our own immoral weight. You know, <laughs> they're gonna be fine. <laughs> I don't know. I don't like, know. Look, sure. you know, I'm not out to fucking try to save the world, you know, and, 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 and everybody in it. That's not what it's about. You know, like I want to establish freedom. Like, first of all, I do what I do to serve God. Number one, 
first and foremost. People got a problem with that, me using that word, couldn't give a fuck. I serve God first and foremost by serving the truth. And then, you know, then it's my daughter. And that's what I do, why I do what I do, you know. Um, and I want freedom for myself, of course, my daughter and everyone, every other beautiful child like her and every other like-minded individual like me that truly values freedom and wants to see it in their lifetime and wants that for their kids. Like, you know, to go and run away in the fucking woods somewhere or hide in the mountains and build these off-grid communities while tyranny is unfolding rapidly all over the fucking world. Like, you're a coward and you ain't about shit. You know, you're not doing anything to fucking help the situation. Souls, innocent souls are suffering. Like, you know, I'm not out to save or try to wake up the walking dead. You know, these fucking, these fucking mask wear. The people that are still fucking walking around double masked and quadruple vaxxed. Like, they're dumb. You're not reaching these people. They're done. You know, this, and that's most people, honestly. You know, if we're going to be real, you're not going to wake up most people. You know, and I... I feel like, you know, we just got to do what we could to try to reach those who are capable of being reached and, you know, who are, you know, at a soul level ready to accept what we have to say. And that's it. And that's how we fulfill our obligation to creation. And we try to bring about change here, you know? Yeah. I, I don't stop. I, I, I don't stop. It doesn't, doesn't matter who, who's listening, uh, who I'm talking to, you know, it, I mean, as much as like I try to, I, I take the dude's words and I, I learn from them, but I don't try to emulate him. Uh, but Mark Passio, I remember back in the day, he said something about, hey, uh, I'll still talk to you and everything, but this is the only thing I'm going to talk to you about. I don't cut anyone off. I don't cut anybody out. I let them know, though, it's on you. If you don't want to talk to me, that's on you. I want to talk to you because I want to talk to you about this. You know, and this is the only thing I'm going to talk to you about until you get it. That's it. And yeah. if you don't, and if you're, and if you're okay with not talking to me, then you're the one that makes the decision to not talk to me anymore. That's fine. You don't have to, because I'm not here to make you listen, but this is the only thing I have to say to you until you understand. I and agree so, with that. Posi you know. I've taken that position for a very long time, dude. And I've told yeah. you before, I've lost family members or lost friends and jobs, you know, for taking that position. Like, I don't give a fuck about the weather, about sports, about your stupid fucking TV shows. Like, this is what I value and what I feel is important. Freedom and our rights, our God-given rights being shitted on on a daily basis, right? That's what I find important to talk about, okay? I don't like making small talk with people. I'm a quiet dude, you know, in my day-to-day -day interactions with people. You? No. Nah. <laughs> I really am, bro. I'm really like a shy, quiet dude. But when I find the opportunity to speak the truth, I, I'll I'll get in there, you know, and I'll and I'll yep. say my piece. But that's all I give a shit about. That's all I want to talk about, yeah. you know. Especially now and everything that's going on and everything that's unfolded the past two years. Like, all right, do like you guys get it now? Like, what the fuck? Like, this is what you get for ignoring these conversations, you know, and placing. Yeah uh entertainment and 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 you know and sports and all this other fucking nonsense above truth and and freedom you know and really getting uncomfortable talking about these things 
Yeah, the whole bread and circuses thing, right? You know, actually the same person in the chat that brought up, he said, if the Amish can do it, so can you. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, we a while back we were talking about about values and and morality and not uh, and not being tied to material uh, possessions and stuff like that, and that uh, having your value system be that of one that is tied to or based off of material possessions. I believe we were talking about something like that. And this gentleman in the chat said, if the Amish can do it, so can you. Absolutely. Uh, but then do we what? Talking, like live like uh, Yeah, like live, live like that. I'm, I don't think that it's necessary. Uh, it was, but I'm asked. You can is, do whatever the fuck you want. Um, I mean, it's not, I'm saying it's not, yeah, exactly. It's not necessary. I don't want to get, I don't want to get caught up in a back and forth with one person in the chat, just so everybody knows that right now. Um, you know, this is, uh, this is live and we're, we have a topic to cover, but he did pose a question and I just want to clear this up. He, the same gentleman Ragland underscore park, uh, asked if my, he said verbatim, are your values tied to the television, to the TV? I'm assuming that question is posed to me being the primary host for the evening. So I'll answer this question right like this. No, they are not. My value systems are tied to the objective difference between right and wrong and how you're applying that into your life and if you're acting according to that. So if I am acting according to the objective differences between right and wrong and I'm taking right action and I understand the difference between the two and at the end of the day, I want to kick back on that chair behind me and watch a fucking movie that I've not Ain't done nothing fucking wrong, wrong with that. The objective, uh, the difference between right and wrong action is if you're treading on the rights of another person and causing harm and partaking in violent action uh, to another sentient being. Okay, so there's a little bit of a class. The class is in session for you. And uh, just to clear that up, Mr. Ragland, and you're more than welcome to keep watching the show, you know, but I'd like to... Um, remind anyone watching the show right now that this is not about a bickering or back and bad back and forth between myself, Joe, or the audience members and all questions will be answered, uh, appropriately, but maybe right now we can kind of say, um, in about 15 minutes, we can change gears into answering questions. So get your questions in and I'll, and I'll bring them up then. I just saw that one and I just wanted to clear that up. Um, yeah, that's a great point that you made. I actually got in this in my last solo podcast that I'm yet to put out. Um, part two of my holistic health um, series and, you know, talking about clean, cleaning the mind out, like very important. Like you can't talk about getting healthier, you know, if you're not talking about the toxic shit that you're, you're taking in mentally as well the content the media that you're taking in and i got rid of my tv two over two fucking years ago um barely yeah. watched it anyway and only if i did i only watched like movies or series like to pick apart the allegories you know the deeper allegorical meanings mm -hmm. or just from some for some like comedic fucking relief you know just for laughs um absolutely and there's nothing wrong. We all know how fucking dark and sick and twisted Hollywood is. And I can't stand any <laughs> one of those libtard fuckheads. But ain't nothing wrong with kicking back and getting your mind off of shit and watching some movies, getting a laugh, you know, picking apart allegories in, in some dope films, you know. But it's when you 
you know, you put that above other things that are more important. You know, if you're just a fat, lazy bastard that just comes home and plops their ass down and fucking munches on potato chips and watches TV in their spare time, like, that's a fucking problem. You know, if you're doing nothing for truth and freedom and you're watching TV constantly and or you're just consuming fucking YouTube videos, you know, even alternative media, if that's all you're doing, consuming, 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 then it's a fucking problem. You know, you got to you got to be conscious of what you're consuming, Um, you know, even, you know, television wise coming from the mainstream and also on the alternative media, too, because a lot of it is fucking garbage. The most the, the majority of. The alternative media is just noise. In my opinion, it's just like one big fucking circus. You know, you go on BitChu and you go on the homepage of BitChu and it's just like wacky fucking thumbnails and all these crazy predictions. It's like, and it's a, no one talking about like real shit, you know, real empowering shit. You know, I know I'm getting yeah. a little off of a topic here. But no, yeah. the real empowering shit is, is exactly what we're talking about tonight is like this is 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 the understanding of these principles and how how to really get to that point where you do understand these principles and how to live according to them like that's the powerful stuff right there i mean and there's a lot of i gotta stick up for some people out there that have poor examples in their lives poor role models in their lives and maybe they choose a role model from a television or a superhero movie or something like that like that does happen it's unfortunate it shouldn't happen but it does and i think that that's think that that's okay um not to get to uh again we don't want to start talking about movies and go down this rabbit hole of what's right and what's wrong about hollywood and all this crap because it's like all a bunch of magician bullshit uh, not bullshit but if you're it's, conscious it's, of it and you don't make that like your life that's all you fucking yeah. do in your spare time ain't nothing wrong with yeah escaping and and watching yeah. movies fucking tv gotta, i think you got to be careful though you know you can't be doing it and uh and and just having that be your whole life you know right but, I, but like there's there's plenty of people out there that just have I, I think that they have shitty role models and they need they need somebody to be like hey out you know what like captain america is not such a bad dude <laughs> you know like I'm, I'm just saying like it's there's got to be some kids out there that are actually benefiting from you know i mean when i was a kid like I'd watch fucking Transformers and Optimus Prime was always about that. Like, hey, freedom is the right of all sentient beings. Like, it's, <laughs> he's always been about that shit. So it's like, Could okay. be positive shit in there. Hey. Absolutely. Hey, look, most movies have positive moral allegories. You yeah, know, most they movies, do. they're they're positive. You know, if you yeah. really, if you really know how to pick apart allegorical messages, you know, even in a dark movie, you'll find the moral of the story at the end. You know, is yeah, is actually man. empowering. Yeah, it can work to it, it can work to our benefit and actually help get messages across. Absolutely, uh, it's just about like, are you watching the real or are you watching the filler? You know, no. <laughs> like, um, but yeah, man. Uh, um, <clears throat> so, how do you 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 rec- you write your own music and you record your own music? Uh, yeah, for anyone that doesn't know, this is the Joe Murray from the from the intro song to the show that you hear every week. You know, so again, thank you for thank you for you know letting me use uh, your song as oh, my of intro. course, bro. You didn't even have to ask, bro. Well, nobody <laughs> does. You want to share my music? Fucking take it. It's for free. You want MP3 files of it? Hit me up, Joe Murray, Freedom for All at gmail.com. I'll send you free 
MP3 files is for free. Everything I do is 100% for free. If you'd like to voluntarily donate to help me out so I could continue doing music, that would be great. You can find the donate button on my website, freedomforall.online. But everything I do is for free. Um, and, yeah, I appreciate you representing, bro, all the time. You got the fucking shirt. Got oh, yeah. That T-shirt. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I got your. Store? I got some of your fucking merch on tonight. Figured, why the hell not? He's coming on awesome, the show. Man. I'll wear. I'll wear the t-shirt he created. You know. <laughs> Fuck awesome, yeah, bro. I appreciate it. Yeah, no Big problem. Time. No problem at all. So I mean, um, so how yeah, do so you? Uh, Daniel, sorry. Uh, yeah, about about your music. Uh, so you really pack a lot in there. Uh, and I want to make sure that everybody does go to your website and checks out your music because it's important. These are, these, these are condensed little lessons that you, that can just be in like injected into somebody's brain, you know, through their, <laughs> it's, it's great. The, the way your style and everything is like clear and concise and it's not like, it's actually like, <laughs> no, it's like lyrically it's, it's clear and concise and the beats are great and Thank it's you. not just it's not like uh it's not a uh it's not trouble to go into listening to mu to your music and i want people to go and check out your stuff uh but i want you to tell tell people more about like like why why the music why why the rap why the hip-hop why why do all that Hip-hop is, first of all, music is powerful as fuck, man, to put messages out, you know, especially for truth and for free. Look at look at the dark occult, you know, how they run the fucking music industry and look at how they got people's minds, you know? Look at how they got the hoods of, like, every inner city, you know? Like, just, there's, that, that's music and sound waves and messages and subliminal messaging and videos with, you know, subliminal uh, imagery. And uh, music is is a very powerful tool uh, for, you know, good and, and bad. Um, so, me, I've always, you know, music is just in my fucking blood. I've, you know, uh, grew up with, with hip-hop. I had an older brother put me on to hip-hop as a little kid, and I just fell in love with that shit uh everything about it and um you know me just ha having music in me naturally i was i played the drums as a kid i could play like any fucking instrument um i was into rock as well like my father put me on to you know the greats of the time zeppelin sabbath iron maiden those kind of bands punk rock uh he was a punk rock drummer as a matter of fact he played for the misfits he did an album for the misfits they uh Grew up in my town, Lodi, Jersey, New Jersey. That's where I'm from. Um, so, like, music naturally in me. I took to hip-hop, got put on by my older brother. I took to hip-hop, just, like, it hit me at a deeper level. I loved everything about it. You know, the beats, the ruggedness of the beats, and how creative you could get with it, how, you know, how you could express yourself in so many different ways. Like, I felt like it really, like, encapsulated, like, the whole feel of the era that I was growing up in and what it's like, you know, to be in like in, in the city environment. And, um, I loved it. And, uh, I knew I could do it at a very early age. You know, I would fuck around as a little kid and write rhymes and I knew I was good. Like I, I could do it. Um, it wasn't until I became a teenager that I really, you know, I dropped out of school 
and you know it was just like an angry fucking teenager smoked a ton of weed and drank a lot and uh you know i took to hip-hop as like um you know as like a vice you know like an outlet at least my anger my frustration and you know i knew i was good and i started putting it out there to my friends and other people around town and i was blowing motherfuckers away i made a little name for myself as like a nasty little crazy lyrical underground mc you know and um I studied it inside and out. I would listen to the greatest lyricist who I consider to be the greatest lyricist of all time. Like, you know, Big L, Cool G Rap, uh, Big Pun, old Eminem. I can't fucking stand Eminem nowadays. He's a fucking big lip tart shithead. Um, but definitely got to acknowledge Eminem back, back in his prime. Definitely um, influenced me. Um you know, who else? Who else am I forgetting here? Big Daddy Kane. You know, really lyrical dudes who put, like, a lot of thought into their into each line, you know? Were really slick about it, rhymed a lot of shit, precise, but made sense, you know? And uh, I studied it, and I, I, through the years, I mastered the craft. And I don't even write. I stopped writing when I was a teenager. I just think of it in my I write it in my head and recite it in my head. I listen to instrumental and you know it comes to me and i just keep reciting it reciting it in my head um so i did that until like my early 20s and then i walked away from it for a while i really you know hated the direction hip-hop was going in it was getting really poppy and commercially it was you know 50 cent was coming out at the time i was like I, you know it was just like really whack fucking club kind of music and like no one's going to want to hear what I have to say. Here I am putting so much thought into everything I have to say, you know, and like no one really appreciates real lyricists like that. So I backed away for it for many years until I started waking up to reality. What the fuck is going on in the world? True anarchism, natural law. And I, you know, when you come upon this knowledge, you know that you have a moral obligation to fucking spread it to as many people as you possibly could so i figured you know what the fuck better way than to put it out through hip-hop use my god-given talent and creativity for the cause and so that's what i did and i you know i created uh liberty of death five track uh ep which i recommend if anyone's gonna start with my music start there uh the liberty or death ep it's only five tracks but um very very hard hitting very you know super lyrical truth bomb after truth bomb kind of shit right there um and like you said i I think that it is you know a a very effective way to get the truth out there and cram so much truth into a short you know amount of time two three minute track where it's just rapid fire truth 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 after truth bomb you know, um, and I feel like I'm definitely more effective through my music than I am at podcasting or anything else that I do. Um, so, yeah, that's that's why I chose to to go with hip hop, dude. I knew it was uh, I knew music was a powerful tool for good or for bad. And I figured, you know, I would just use my God given talent and creativity to to put the truth out there, dude. Well, that's <laughs> that's amazing. You know, that's what you got to do. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't, I don't know if you ever picked up on this, but like listening to some of your stuff, I, I've got some like Method Man vibes in there every now and then. Oh yeah. yeah. Method Man, you know. Red Man, Wu-Tang, Onyx, fucking, yeah. you name it, dude. 
And it's funny that you mentioned like 50 Cent and like Eminem kind of turning uh, turning the corner and some of these other artists coming out and, you know, propagating all this other bullshit. And like uh, this kind of brings us back to that that uh, little bit of the talk where we were mentioning materialism and, and whatnot. Um, back in the day, hip hop was, was like, you know, storytelling. It was, it, it was truth bombs. You know, you got like the, some of the rappers that you were talking about, you know, then you got like people like immortal technique, you know, I, I believe even like Jedi mind tricks is that that's a hip hop artist. That's like pretty good. And then you got people uh, like, um, KRS One and uh, Gangstar, Public Enemy, Public Public Enemy. Enemy back yeah. in the day. Yeah, like you know these artists from back then that would be like talking about injustice and talk like telling mm -hmm. stories about the streets and like what happens down in those areas and trying to get the word out in any way that they can and like making sure that the story got told and it's printed, it's there, it's immortalized, it's never gonna go away. People knew. People knew about back in 92, 93 and everything like that, even in the 80s and the 70s and everything and their music, they would communicate. It's uh, it's almost like occulted in a way. And they all, it, all these movements through music got co-opted, infiltrated yeah. and turned into, you know, something that it, now it, it's did not start off as, you know. Now, yeah. Now, now a lot of hip hop these days is about, you know what type of fucking shoes do you have you know in in your car and your chain it's it's completely Dusting. turned around it's 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 really bad They're braiding the shit out of women and you know it's just about like yep. selling drugs don't you know it's real satanic really satanic and uh -huh. that's all it's about hedonistic pursuits and pleasures you know brainwashing you know, kids all in all, it's just proof of how it's just proof of how uh, powerful a uh, how powerful culture can be, and if you can manipulate culture, just how powerful that manipulation of culture can be as well. And that just goes to show a timeline there. That we're talking back in the '80s and the early '90s, and even here and there up to the 2000s, and it's still to this day sprinkled throughout, but the majority of what's come out, like the cream rises type of idea, but this isn't the good stuff, but the majority of what's out in the mainstream is all this materialistic bullshit, the things that they pump on the radio and stuff like that. You know, you get a thing here or there, like a little, you know, a little truth bomb here or there, but it's like more like a truth firecracker. It's not a truth yeah. bomb at all. Like <laughs> it goes off like a firecracker instead of an M80. You know, yep. like it, it does get sprinkled in there because they got to, you know, <laughs> they have yeah. to because it's all about that little, you know, uh, like revelation of the method, I think, type of type of ways here and there. But like I said, man, manipulating the culture is how you manipulate people's value systems and you get them to act like a fucking you know, moral so relativist, important. solipsist. So important. Yeah. That's how you, uh, I mean, look at the, the leftist you know, ideology that that libtar ideology has infiltrated all of, you know, mainstream everything. culture, everything, everything. You know? is so woke. the right, the people on the right could think that their philosophy is better, or more morally grounded and sound, but don't mean shit. These motherfuckers done took over. You're not doing anything about influencing, you know, the culture. That's why I say all the time, like for our movement, if you want to call it that. <laughs> Um, we got to come at it from many, many different angles. Not all of us should be doing this. 
we got to be doing music. We got to be doing art. We got to be, you know, get try to influence uh, bigger names that are in sports and and what have you to start to say some real shit. And you, you know, yeah. you watch how quick the tide would turn when you have really influential figures. You know, even just a couple, a handful, start to talk about some something really meaningful and valuable. It would influence a lot of people, man. You know. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's like that. I always, I always say uh, for myself that you know the podcasting and everything. Having this is fun. It's it's a great way of, of again, like how you do with your music and even your podcast and how many of other many others have uh, done in the past about a way of immortalizing. You know what what we've said tonight. A way of getting the message concrete a reference point to turn somebody to in case you don't have the time in in uh, your day to really sit down with a person and speak and get into a complicated conversation with them about these topics. You can say, hey, well, you know, maybe I got to run, but uh, here, go to this website, check out this stuff. Like this is what, this is where I'm getting this information. And if you want to hear me talk about it, well, this is where you can find me talking about it. I don't need mm -hmm. to be the one, I don't need to be the one you listen to, but Hey, like if you like the way I lay it down, then all right, come on over here. You can go over there. You can go to this guy, that guy, this girl, that girl. Um, you know, you could help be exactly. You could help yeah. share people's content. You can help support people who are putting out content as many different ways you could contribute to the fight. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, my, my personal strength is not podcasting is my personal, my personal strength is actually, is actually speaking to people in person about this and having that face to face, you know, with them, it, it's, it's easier. I'm actually. more, I'm definitely way more effective at that than yeah. I am, uh, podcasting or anything else that I do, as a matter of fact, it it because, mean... you know, you feel it, you, you, you get a sense of who they yeah. are, where they're at, and then you go off that, you know, especially when you've been doing it for a while. Like I said earlier, like you know how to read people and you, you learn what kind of person they are, where their head is at, the kind of shit they believe in and. You know, you go off of that and, you know, try to get at them, try to spark some shit in their mind. But, yeah, I'm definitely more effective person to person. Or even, Bro, you should see me, dude. I fucking hold up fucking hold job sites, bro. I have a room with, like, people from, like, all different trades, dude. You know, from all different fucking countries in that motherfucker, bro. Haitians, Mexicans, <laughs> fucking electricians, plumbers, carpenters. I hold up a whole room and get into it and... Especially now, because of everything that just unfolded the past two years, like people know something's fucking wrong. You know, they know something's wrong. Though you got it once you put it into perspective for people. Once you just tie a couple of, you know, pieces together, connect a couple of dots, and they hear it put well, you know, they're like, "Wow, like yeah, yeah, that to me makes sense, man. That makes sense." You know, what they do yeah. about it is another fucking story, but yeah, man. I'll yeah. be relentless at work when I get the opportunity to speak, dude. I'll put it down. Put it down, yeah. my brother. Yeah, I mean, I, I speak to people every single day. I try to find somebody to to harass about this. <laughs> Sometimes I feel like I am being, like, the, I'm harassing them. But it's like, no, this is stuff that, like, you could really benefit from. 
you know, that, that, you know, it does matter. Like I said last week uh, when I was closing out the show that it, it, that there is a right and wrong and it does matter if you get caught, like it does, you know what I mean? It's, it's not only wrong if you get caught, it, you know, like you gotta, you gotta audit yourself, you know, <laughs> like a well, having a fucking conscience. You yeah, know. that that inner voice, you know, was, uh, Socrates called it a daemon, D-A-E-M-O-N. It was an inner voice. He referred to it as a daemon. And everyone has one. That's your conscience. Uh, you know, I mean, you got one or some people, it's that inner monologue, you know. So there's some people with a weird brain defect that don't have an inner monologue, like an inner, like thoughts. I don't think that means necessarily they have no conscience. It's like conscience can be like an actual, like physical feeling. And when you do something wrong and no one's looking and you still know it was fucking wrong, the whole mm-hmm. tree falling in a woods type of thing. You know what I mean? Like there's a tree and if, if a tree falls in the woods and no one hears it, does it make a sound? Well, if somebody performs a wrong action and no one sees it, is it still wrong? If I yeah. kick a fucking dog and no one's around, like, am I still an asshole? Yes. Like, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Like it's still wrong. So, I mean, I think the more that, work that, you do on yourself to align yourself with truth, right? And and that which is right, like that voice grows louder and louder and louder. You know, yeah. even me, even it gets to the point where I it you know, it's annoying to me, it's irritating to me. Even about things that don't really matter, just like shit I'll do at work. Like I, I can't walk away and leave this fucking pipe hanging a little crooked like that. I gotta look at it as if this was my fucking house. Like, fuck. All right. I'll take the 10 minutes to fix this shit. Little things, you know, little yeah. things weigh on you. Yeah, absolutely. You know, you got to like not sweat the small stuff from time to time, you know, just take it easy. And, and you of know, when, when your actions not, not, uh, not resulting in the direct harm of another living thing, you know, then, then okay. Like, let's not, let's not get ahead of ourselves or, or uh, blow this out of proportion, you know, like small things are just, just that, you know, but I mean, sure. Can those small things snowball down the hill and become a big thing? Absolutely. That's what keeping yourself in check is all about, you know, making sure. About becoming moral and ethical as well, you know, yeah, doing things that will benefit other people. I know I get it. I say we first need to understand objective morality, not, understand what harm is like the correct definition of what actually constitutes harm and initiating aggression and try to align your behavior to that and stop supporting that don't support or condone that regardless of who it's coming from what suit they wear what title they have before or after their name um i absolutely it starts there but we also need to become an ethical people as well and start to do things start to come together and do things that's gonna you know that's that's gonna benefit us as a whole well we got a long fucking way to go oh yes we do very long way to go we got a lot impossible but it's not you gotta entertain all possibility um and everything that's happening now man like you know i'll take it as a start now that people are finding somewhat of a fucking backbone and standing up against the mandates and the restrictions it only took two fucking years you know and, and unimaginable suffering, especially to kids, you know, that people finally now are standing up and saying no more. Um, but, you know, in all reality, they, man, we have, su- as, a, as a 
species. We have such a fucking long way to go in consciousness to where we really need to be to establish true freedom that yeah. it's, it seems impossible. But it can be done. It just well, needs like an enormous amount of effort. Well, before you can run, you got to learn how to walk. You know? Absolutely. But like, it had to this, start somewhere, it's right? It's got to start somewhere. It's got to start sometime. As much as I hate to quote that band right now, it, that's a great quote right now. It's got to start. What better uh, time than what better place than here? What better time than now? You know? Yeah, they could go fuck themselves. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, hey, that's about you know, Ivan likes to say, you know, don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. You know, that's no, of course, of course. Where it's like, even a you know, broken clock could be right twice a day. You know. Yeah. Exactly. We're talking about Rage Against the Machine for anyone who don't. Uh, oh, the band formerly known as Rage Against the Machine. Now <laughs> they are uh, Rage on behalf of the machine. So <laughs> Requiring Vax passes to their fucking concerts. Yeah. Um, yeah. Clowns. So, I mean, we, we, uh, this is, this is a, a time right now uh, where we do need to remind ourselves about like what's going on in the what's going on in the world well we are seeing them pulled back right it's kind of it kind of seems like these people that would consider themselves in control are pulling back on their on their mandates on their uh, on their passports on on this that and the other thing starting to open things back up and everything like that but this is this is because they realize how close they are to losing that control that they consider themselves to have, that the people are giving to them. They're complying with these mandates and orders and everything. They're losing compliance on a, yeah. on a mass scale. On a and, big scale. On yeah. a big scale. You know, bigger and, than and we even know. You know, yeah. it's, And they know it. They realize it. So they're pulling back on all of this yeah. stuff because the pressure is too much. And the, the whole thing's gonna snap, so that's what they're doing. So um, they're alleviating the pressure, but this is the time where we push forward. We don't go along oh. with that alleviation with them. We push forward. We you know, it's time to go it even up. fucking it harder. Yeah. It's time to go even harder. Don't just because they're pulling back down for a second. Doesn't Absolutely mean we not. should. You know, no. keep speaking the truth. It keeps talking about objective morality. Hopefully, you know, just because somebody's got a, a maybe a corrupt value system or a twisted idea of what right and wrong is, doesn't mean that that it doesn't mean that that can't be corrected. You know, it doesn't mean that they can't be, you know, that they can't be swayed. No, I, I say if I say only if you're still double masking, you took four jabs, <laughs> like you're done. You're fucking dumb. Well, at that point, you're not getting enough oxygen no, to your you brain. Take you it. can't find <laughs> You know, but it so can change. Just... It can be done, dude. I listen. It's, like I said, it's just going to take an enormous uh, amount of effort. And look, now is the time because people's eyes are open now and their ears are fucking perked up. Like, yeah. we could look at what just transpired the past two years and just think it's the most horrible thing ever. But we could also look at it as a fucking blessing in disguise because how else were we going to get this many people to wake up to the fact that there is a global control system in place with an agenda for total fucking control you know like me you Passio, ike couldn't have shaken this many people out of their slumber could have never done it unless they did it themselves right how many, how were we going to get parents to start pulling their kids out of the fucking indoctrination camps known as 
public public schools, you know, unless they didn't, you know, expose themselves and all the crazy shit and abuse they've been doing to kids the past two fucking years. How many millions of people now pulled their kids out of the school system here in the, in the States? Um, you know, how else were, you know, order followers going to walk away from their fucking cults in, in droves? Well, you know, now with these fucking vax mandates and shit. You know, we could, we wouldn't have made that happen, regardless of how many podcasts we we put out there and how relentless we spoke the truth to people. You know, and you know how else were people going to see that the fucking system's rigged with the last fucking bullshit election with fucking Biden and and Trump? You know, like they're right in your fucking face. Obvious, they threw the shit. You know, uh, even though people still are sucking on Trump's orange schlong, it's just amazing. <laughs> It's amazing. Um, little but I don't Cheeto. see the damage. <laughs> they don't see the damage that this motherfucker did. It's just crazy. But no, your, your it, beloved, it, yeah, your 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 beloved fucking orange man. He's the one that shut the country Steve, down. Man. He's he the one that the he didn't down. he didn't fire Fauci. Like he like it's it's just like I said earlier. They're both wings of the same bird. Bro, know? I got a list that I could read off longer than a roll of toilet paper about Trump. All right, how big of a fucking clown he is. All I recommend people do, we could talk about all the bullshit he did. Go listen to Robert F. Kennedy Jr. and his experience with Donald Trump in an interview he did with this uh, comedian, Theo Vaughn. All right, you could look up just the segment on it, I believe, on YouTube still, um, where he talks about when Trump got elected, he was uh, approached by Donald Trump to come onto his administration to expose vaccine damage because he said, he was hearing, this is Trump, was hearing from a lot of his friends, particularly a lady friend who believes that her child was damaged by a series of vaccines as an infant, okay? And which, you know, they develop uh, autism and autoimmune issues. Um, so he wanted Robert F. Kennedy Jr. to come on board his administration to look into uh, what the fuck is really going on with the, with the vaccines. Um, Robert F. Kennedy said, look, all you got to do is just release the information and the rest, everything will just fall in place. So he was with him for about a month. Next thing you know, Moderna comes in and offers Trump a couple of million dollars, however many tens of millions of dollars. About a week later, Robert F. Kennedy got the boot out of his administration. Okay, so this motherfucker knows what vaccines are doing to kids and still goes about pushing them, implement the warp speed, which he can't fucking even stop bragging about. Still, still, it's all he fucking talks about. Hmm. So all you fucking Trump tarts still hanging on <laughs> this guy's orange pubes, I, I, you're done for too. There's no getting through to yeah. you motherfuckers either. Yeah, but man. anyway, what the fuck were we getting into right before that? I'm sorry. No, it's okay. That's it's all right. Uh, I forget, but it, you know, but it, hey, we can't, but Joe, we can't get discouraged. We we need to we need to keep talking about objective right and wrong, objective morality. We need to uh, keep that the, that mission going. You know, no matter what. Like I, like I said, I mean, I'm not I'm not perfect. I'm not always right about everything. You know, with the way I speak and the ideas that I have of how to go about things. Sure, there's you know, there's an ass to every seat type of thing. You know what I mean? Like, but. Hey, telling somebody I am not going to stop talking to you, but this is what I want to talk about. This is the only thing I'm going to speak about to you until you start mm -hmm. to understand. You know, make it clear, yeah, respectful. 
you know, and don't like, ever don't, feel like you're being too much with it or you're being annoying with it. Don't ever feel like that. Oh, absolutely you know? not. Don't second guess yourself or, or you know, feel not. like you're being an annoyance. Fuck that shit. They're an annoyance. The people that want to ignore <laughs> you and not want to hear what you have to say when you're talking about real shit, when you're talking about, you know, the loss of human freedom and what we need to do about it. Fuck that shit. Yeah, speak they're, they're the ones making this fucking world a living hell. So they don't have the right to do that. Exactly. And, and so it's about that. They don't, you know, they don't have the right to make this world a place of suffering. They don't. No. Their ignorance is in f affecting our rights, our freedom, our children's rights, our children's yeah. freedom. They yeah. are the problem, ladies and gentlemen. Them, not the so-called elite or fucking dark occult priest class. It's the ignorant population and the fucking enforcement arm of of the state. Yeah, you know? I was just going to say, like, those people, these people don't have any power until the power is given to them, until Absolutely. that until that power is abdicated to them through our right, responsibilities you think these and our inherent rights. Old wrinkly Satanists and fucking suits or, you know, pedophilic pieces of shit. Are they inflicting any physical pain, actually inflicting any physical pain or harm onto anyone else? You know, they're not doing shit, but moving the pieces on the fucking chessboard and giving their marching orders down through secret societies and fucking think tank organizations that get followed out, carried out by fucking order followers and all these institutions, the medical industry, the police, the military, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's the order followers and the people that support them and that support this system. So we have a question um, and it's from uh, Ragland Park. And again, anyone else listening to this, get your questions in now. We're going to change gears here and uh, try to answer some questions the best we can. So we have a question from Ragland. He asks, uh, and he does say that this is a legitimate question. So his question is, if the U.S. became an anarchist state, how would that affect the social geopolitical climate of our country and how would we trade with other nations? Also, can anybody scratch better than DJ Yoda? Um, <laughs> uh, well, I don't know about the second part of that question. I'm going to say, uh, you know, I'm, I'm going to say that there's there's probably somebody that might not be discovered yet, but um, and there's plenty of you know just straight up DJs that don't have anything to do with the DJ Mark scene. Devlin. How about that? Yeah, how about that, DJ fucking DJ Mark Devlin? Um, but in any case. Uh, if the U.S. became an anarchist state, how would it? Well, how could it affect the the geopolitical climate? Well, it would serve as an example of what can happen when true freedom exists, uh, much like it did when we when we broke the uh, broke our chains from the British Empire back in the seventeen seventies and into the uh, early seventeenth uh, century. Um, it would be very similar to that, only in a modern way. It would be dangerous because other people would grow jealous and it could actually attract some bad attention to us, in my opinion. But that bad attention and the process that we would go through to get to an anarchist state would also uh, create a balance in the way we would be able to defend ourselves from such jealousy or envy from another country. And mind you, we need to understand that these political climates and everything are a manifestation of governments existing and the 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 illusion of uh rights or the illusion of uh power 
and and everything that these governments think that they have it it's uh so with with a state like ours becoming anarchist and everything it would not happen overnight and if it did happen overnight say you wake up tomorrow and all of a sudden it's it's anarchist out there there would be a lot of confused people so i mean in the process of what we're doing right now we're trying to uh actually we're trying to get around that confusion and and make it a cold Less revolution chaos by educating people mm -hmm. properly so we could yeah. or naturally and organically form a true anarchistic society which stands on natural law principles you know right. that's how we truly become truly free and remain free mm -hmm. so know? i mean for um how would we trade with other nations well we would trade with other nations voluntarily we would we would trade with other nations the same way so it's about the, the this principle of correspondence uh, that uh, as above so below as below so above uh the small is like the big um microcosm macrocosm type of idea where the way we would trade in our small communities would be reflected out into a larger scale and we would have to uh, apply these principles of non-aggression and self-defense in the idea of uh, how we would trade again i'm not a political scientist here or anything of the like i simply just understand a few of these principles the way that i do to the limit that i do and i can see how we could apply those on a small scale and how the application on the small scale would be reflected onto a larger scale so in a small community if we learned how to trade non-aggressively then we could actually, uh, we, we would actually be able to widen the lens and zoom out on that and to be able to apply that onto a larger scale. So other nations would have to, if we had something that they wanted, they would have to um, offer up the thing that we want from them and the trade would happen peacefully because no one, no one who wants to trade wants to do it through violence and coercion at least not real trade now it's used today is is a system of violence and coercion but it's something that we're not largely aware of uh we would have to become aware of that to kind of divert from that method of trade and become more peaceful in our trade you think it's peaceful now because rockets aren't being blown up but a large portion a very large portion of that trade is being done through taxation and, and theft um and the way that those materials are produced is is through theft and the people that are trading those uh trading those goods aren't the people producing them see governments don't produce a thing governments are an illusion that you can't go and touch government you can go and touch one of the buildings sure um you, but i mean this is we're talking about a religion here so you can't really go and touch government the government they're a bunch of plunderers they take from those who have and they don't produce anything in replacement of those things that they take um, they think that they produce freedom and rights but those things in, are inherent in nature to begin with so they are just uh stepping in as a as a faux middleman between you and your rights and your freedom and they and they trick you into thinking that that's what you get from them but it's just the mafia it's just yeah. an extortion racket that's all, yeah, it that's is. all it really is um so we would have to actually uh, first and foremost the only way we would be able to trade peacefully is to get rid of the government but that's the first part of your question about if we did become anarchist um so yeah i mean i hopefully i answered that uh good i think you fucking answered that answered that beautifully very well put um to, to that, I, and look, no disrespect, but to that, I'd say, 
I couldn't give a fuck. I care about just being free. How would it all work out? We could all figure it out. You know, that's why it's so important, like James said, that we speak about what we're speaking about now to educate people on what rights are, what true objective morality is under natural law and how natural law actually works that and that that we collectively reap what we collectively sow. So if we behave a certain way and we support certain things, it will indefinitely end up in one or two modes of 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 reality. We're either going to be free and prosperous or chaotic and enslaved you know so i me personally like i you know i don't even when i talk to people about anarchism and living in a truly anarchistic society you know, I, I don't i try to stay away from explaining how i feel things would work out such as trade and protection and whatever service you know you you could think of i just try to stick to what is objectively right what is objectively wrong and make the point like look regardless the this system is illegitimate and it has to go when it once we understand that then and we start to you know evolve in that direction like then we could start to figure things out everyone would play their part in figuring out how you know trade could work and how protection could be provided and other services roads and whatever you know and you know i mean trade free trade like i mean Forget about it. The market will just balance itself out. Once all the red tape is gone and these fucking parasites are, are gone and people are interacting with each other truly on a voluntary basis. And, you know, everything really depends on, you know, the the, the integrity of your business and, and your products, you know, how well they're made. Like the, the market will just balance itself out. We would be, it would be so unbelievably amazing and we would be so unimaginably prosperous without these fucking parasites, without this parasitic system in place that, I mean, we, we couldn't even begin to imagine in, in the state of consciousness that we're in right now. Yeah. Um, we have another question from somebody named Free Your Mind AZ. I've never heard of that in my entire life. That's so, a newbie, so a newbie to the show. I, I think it's a newbie to the show. He might be a newbie to the, I don't know who this is, but he, all right, let's just, he, he stole your website name, by the yeah, way. Yeah. He definitely stole part of my website name for sure. Fuck I don't up, know dog. who this guy thinks he is. The original but, dog. Yeah. We're going to, we're going to entertain his question though. Okay. I just for shits and gigs here. <laughs> so here we go. Uh, honest question here too. <laughs> Would normies or so-called truthers and anarchists recognize an actual opportunity for change? Or would it be misread or discarded as some trolling, misinfo, or a psyop? Um, so all jokes aside, thank you, Ivan, for that, that great question there. Good, homie. Um, you know, glad, glad you could make it to the audience tonight. Um, so, okay, so would normies or so-called truthers and anarchists recognize an actual opportunity for change? Um, I think, I think the normies might think it might, the, the opportunity for change might be misread as, as, uh, as chaos, um, to be honest with you, Ivan, uh, would truthers and anarchists recognize an actual opportunity for change or would it be misread or discarded as some trolling misinfo or psyop? I think that there's a, there's a, Honestly, in my opinion, uh, and maybe some people might not like hearing this, but I think that there's a massive problem within the truth or an anarchist community, a lot of paranoia and a lot of conspiracy theories out there, which can be fun to discuss. But once you're getting distracted into the 
and and you're so far into these distractions it's really hard to anchor yourself to truth and what really matters so when you're talking about the moon landing or if the earth is flat and, and stuff like this like i i think honestly those are very very big distractions and yeah they're fun to talk about and maybe we at some point in time would know uh, whether or not these things happened or whatever but um in the meantime we're still here we're still existing in the here and now and we're dealing with reality the way that it is and that reality is not based off of whether or not that we landed on the moon or if the earth is flat around we're still in this we're still in this you know kind of system of chaos and in this condition of slavery regardless of whether or not those things happened or not so i think we need to reel it in and stop falling for these psyops because that's what makes um that's what makes these opportunities that come up seem like they're uh, that they're psyops when we miss the real opportunities to to get freedom and to to get this message across and to start living and having these values of of objective morality actually mean something on a mass scale it's because of those distractions that we've fallen for in the past that make it harder for us to gain a future of real freedom yeah, I hope I, it, I hope people I think, that. You know, I agree. People think everything's a psyop, everything's controlled opposition, and this won't work, and that won't work. And then when situations do arise, like you know, the trucker convoy, I've stated where I stand. We're protesting many, many times on my podcast and shit. You know, and I, I mean, it, it, they're they're great for many purposes, but ultimately, like what people are trying, what they're what people are trying to get at um while protesting is like you know you're essentially like begging the ruling class to allow you the freedom that you were born with you know by your creator um but it goes beyond that especially with this this trucker convoy thing that's happening now worldwide um it's about showing solidarity and showing how many people out there that you know that know what's up and that are sick of all this fucking bullshit uh that they're not alone you know, people coming together and trying to do something. So this is a grassroots thing here with people coming together and saying, all right, well, look, we, we're coming here. We're establishing ourselves here and we ain't fucking leaving until all of it is ended. You know, you do what you want. Fucking send in the goons. We're not leaving. You know, well, we'll see about that. But that's why I say this whole movement or any protest ain't shit if you're not going to back it up with teeth, you know. When they do sick the goons in, like, you got to be ready. People talk about peaceful protests, peaceful protests. Like, okay, what if they start to conduct violence on you? What are you going to do? You're just going to stand there like a fucking pacifist and get your head stomped in by these fucking fools? Or are you going to fight? And you want to see change? Start to fight back with that many people there, you know? Then shit will really fucking turn around. But I think, like, this is an opportunity right now because now one's about to pop off in the United States. You got one in Australia, I believe Australia, Netherlands, if I'm correct, New Zealand as well. Like, this could turn into something massive. Stop everything. Be like, we ain't doing shit until all this shit, all these bullshit restrictions are lifted. And then you could take it even further. Be like, we want you, you, you fucking gone. You know, taking to prison, whatever the fuck, you know what I mean? To start to do something, it can turn into something like that if people, more people join it and really fucking, you know, back this shit up with some teeth and some fucking fangs. This could be 
world changing. Why not? Why can't it be? Everyone has an excuse for why things like that can't work. Oh, they'll send in the UN troops. They'll do this. They'll do that. Like, bro, they don't got this shit in the bag like that. There's too many of us. There's too fucking many of us. Whether these countries are armed, their citizenry is armed or not. The, the number, if those, you know, the large numbers of people come together and say, you know, no, we're not fucking doing this anymore. Do your worst. You know, we'll fight back if we have to. It's over. It's game over. You know? Definitely mm. possible. So I think maybe, like, you know, is that speaking at, speaking on, like, what you're bringing up? You know, when opportunities such as something like the trucker convoy arises, people in the truth community overlook it, think it's a psyop, think it's worthless, you know? That's what I kind of felt uh, you were asking about there, bro. Yeah, perhaps that's a, you know, that's, that's along the lines of what he was trying to get at. He did uh, have a follow-up. He said the January 6th thing and the recent Canadian truckers, how do we categorize these on the road to quote freedom? Um, I think that that's just a, honestly, like we did just talk, you know, Joe just did talk about the Canadian trucker thing, but the January 6th thing, I wouldn't really categorize that on the, uh, as something on the road to freedom. I think that's, uh, people wanting to pick their cage, uh, to be honest, January 6th was an abysmal, uh, abysmal attempt at gaining anything, uh, uh, to, in the like of freedom. Uh, it's, I don't want, I don't want to listen to mom. I want to listen to dad, or I don't want to listen to this, this, uh, slave master. I want to listen to that slave master instead. That's, that's my take on the January 6th thing. It's, uh, again, an obfuscation of, of people trying to gain their freedom, but it really is just like, I don't want the peas. I want the carrots. Well, you're still getting a vegetable, you know, it's a, it's a false dialectic and, or, and, you know, quite frankly, it's not far enough. Um, yeah, I think in that situation, a bunch of hoopla, uh, you know, a bunch like of hoopla those, about about just you know being able to pick your slave master, you know. So it's not really a, an effort on the road of slave. But right. I mean, the the Canadian trucker thing right now, I think it's a bunch of people just fed up, and it is it is a realization of of the power that they that these people have, you know, um, you know the. I think that they they realize that it's, you know, that it's something that they have to do to be able to, uh, to be able to maintain what little freedom that they have and to get back to, uh, something that they would consider normal. My heart goes out to those, to those guys. They're going through hell right now. Um, 100%. you know, I mean, if, if something like, I mean, I I'm, I'm blessed enough to live in a community where we haven't really had to, uh, deal with much of anything. I mean, I'm in New Hampshire. It's not that bad up here if we stay in New Hampshire, but I mean, other places surrounding me, it, it gets kind of bad. Oh, and somebody said, are, are you guys, oh, Ragland again, uh, are you guys going, going to go to the protests and fight for your beliefs? I'll say this. Um, no, I'm not going to go to the protests. I don't think that a protest accomplishes much of anything. I'm not going to go and ask somebody for my freedoms. I'm going to take them and fight for my beliefs. I, I, at the risk of sounding like a nihilist, I don't have belief. I have an understanding. My, and, you know, beliefs can be manipulated. Beliefs can be played with, you know, like a puppet on a string. 
you, you know, so we got to uh, separate ourselves from this idea of beliefs and start getting back to the idea of an understanding of, of what is real and how we're being fucked with and separate ourselves as much as we can from the vulnerable, this vulnerability that, that we've put ourselves in. So this is why I speak a lot about community action and having a way to peacefully, uh, I guess, work around the system that's in place now, having, uh, having an idea of objective morality and knowing that law of morality, that if, if morality increases in the aggregate of a population, then freedom will also increase at the same time. It will happen. You know, if you look at it the opposite way, immorality increases, slavery increases. So if we can do some agorism and work our way around the system, then, you know, we subvert it and we, and we're going to live more, we're going to live uh, more in a state of, you know, uh, abundance and be more free. So no, I'm not going to go to the protests. I'm not quite frankly, I've seen what happens at those protests and it's nothing but violence and chaos. And it's, and then on the news, they, they put portray people as terrorists and I'm not a terrorist. I'm far from it. And yeah, so there we go. Um, so yeah, they don't have to even gather like that. Like all they got to do is just not like if they want to protest, like they don't have to be gathering together with their trucks. Just don't drive the fucking trucks. Just say, all right, we're done then. You know, put everything to a grinding halt. You sit out in the comfort of your own fucking home. You know, like that. that's how you fucking resist. Um, I, I support them on 100%. Am I going to personally go there and rah, rah, rah? No. I don't comply on a daily fucking basis. I didn't comply with any of this shit, any of this fucking bullshit. And I'm in one of the worst places, too. I went through war here the past two fucking years. War. Fucking yelling in people's faces, Karen's in my face with their mask, mouth, breath. I went through fucking war. I stood my ground. I didn't comply. I don't comply with any of their shit. I don't comply with any of their shit. So that's my form of protesting, you know? And I, you know, anyone else standing up to the system's got my support 100%. But no, I don't need to physically drive and be in the presence of these people to, you know, show support for them. But anyone doing anything and standing up against the system, speaking out, doing anything to try to push us in the right direction, I, I support one hundred percent, fully. Mm -hmm. You know, and just to make just to make a point, you know, I, uh, I, to you, Ragland, I, I have a family that relies on me. Yep, you do it. You go for it. So I, I have a family that relies on me that I need to be present here in my household to make sure that they are safe and sound and that they are getting everything that they need. Um, we are all being affected by supply chain shortages and it seems to be something that's coming down the pipe is that we're all, we're all going to be affected by the actions of a few. And that's how it's been throughout human history anyways. So we're all affected by the actions of a few, no matter how that manifests, whether it be through a government that wants to take your belongings and redistribute them to other people and tell you what you can and cannot do on a daily basis and, and whatnot, or these days with a, a, gr a massive group of truckers that are parking their trucks and saying, we're not delivering what you want us to deliver anymore until you do what we say. It's always this give and, give and take, this ebb and flow of the power struggle between citizens and the power structures that 
decide for themselves that they can govern them govern those citizens um i myself am not capable of going to these protests even if i wanted to i live in new hampshire i do not live in michigan at the at the border of canada where this trucker convoy is in ottawa i don't live there what good am i going to be doing for the for the people that rely on me on a daily basis if i pack up my shit and i go to some protest halfway across the country if it comes to my neighborhood you bet your ass i'll be the first one in line if i'm telling you right now i was prepared to lose my job i was prepared to just give it all up when mm -hmm. they're talking about vaccine mandates and everything standing my ground where that ground is that's what that's what we're talking about here oh we're not we're not talking about sacrifice like yes sacrifices do need to happen but when they when they happen it's on your terms not because some group halfway across the country says it's time. Like if the war broke that's out, what I mean, they're doing, that's like, the stand they're taking. Yeah. I'm for it. I support it. Don't mean I have to fucking drive to Canada to go <laughs> stand with them. They so, wouldn't let me over the border anyways because I don't have a vaccine. Exactly. So what so. the you know I could stand I could stand on that bridge just at the border and and show support all I want, but at what cost? The suffering of my own children. You know, the, uh, my own my own family that I'm initially responsible for. So, it's about picking your battles and rooting for the rooting for the just cause and doing as much as you can. You could where um, you're at, absolutely. Do as yeah, much doing as much as you can where you're at. You know, and 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 spreading the word uh, because the word is the most powerful thing that we have. I mean, hell, I'm not a constitutionalist, but there there has to be a reason why that's the first thing they wrote down was about speech because it's the most powerful fucking thing. We are born with the ability to speak and to be able to speak is is a blessing and we need to be able to do that. So how do we how do we make sure that the that this stuff is is recognized and that we're doing our part? Well, the first thing we do is we speak about it, you know? Like we don't let anything get in our way there. We just hold our ground where we're at. And, and when it comes to your ground, that's the whole point of the self-defense and non-aggression principles. If it, if it's coming at me, I'm going to defend myself. I'll, I'll join a band, of, you know, a merry band of, of fuckwits around my neighborhood that's going to stand <laughs> up against, you know, against the local pressure because it's not going to happen. You know, like people say, oh, it couldn't happen here. You're damn right. It could. It could happen here. It's very close to happening here, but will they be successful if it happens here? Probably I don't think not. they're not going. They're not going to go heavy-handed authoritarian over here, bro. Well, not like they can. Try. Not like in other countries. Ain't going to go down like that over here. And I know. I think that they're. I, I honestly think that they're trying, and I think that it's a very, it's a very hard effort on their parts, and they're tricking a lot of people into thinking that it could be that way. And it's like this like weird easing your way into it, like the old thing that people say about boiling frogs. I think that that's actually going down. Will they don't want a physical conflict here, bro, no. with the citizenry, no. Against, no. The, against the state? Nope, they don't. I, I heard Pascio speak about this in one of his recent episodes, and I've always thought about that, too. I'm like, no, they don't. When you hear people online say, they want a conflict, they want us to get physical and respond violence with violence first of all it's not violence it's defense defensive force when we respond to the state because the state by definition is violence right that's how it operates mm -hmm. it is it is violence um everything they do is you know is by decree and we're held under duress um so if we respond 
with physical force that is the considered defensive force and that's not two wrongs not making a right and that's not fighting violence with violence um but they do not want to have you know get have a hot war here with the the citizens of united states we're fucking too heavily armed it's too big of a landscape here throughout the country they couldn't they couldn't handle that they couldn't do it bringing u.n troops in and all couldn't do it um so our boy Ragland actually, uh, after he asked that question, he he actually was like, "Oh wait," he he said something about uh, not fight. He thinks that that was the wrong word to use, but to stand up. Well, well, that's what we do with these. I I do stand up for, I do stand up for my rights on a daily basis. When you know when I when I speak to people about what those rights are and how they can't they really like can't be taken away. Um, your rights can't be taken away, but you can give them up. You understand what I'm saying? Like, so those rights are inherent in nature, but you can be tricked into not acting according to those rights. Uh, you know what I'm trying to say, Joe? So yeah, it's like, absolutely can never legitimately be restricted or revoked because they're right. inherent to creation itself. Yeah. You know, you know, and so we need to, we need to, it, and it's a constant effort. That's why I've I've named my studios Labore at Constantia because that means it means hard work and persistence. So it's hard work, like constant. It's never ending. Every day of I mean I I speak like I said earlier tonight. I speak to people every single day about this. You know, hey, that's not right. That's wrong. Like this is the right way to do it. Like as long as you're not hurting, if, if your action doesn't result in the harm of another another living thing, it's not a wrong action. You're you're performing a right action. So I mean, we, that's how we tell the difference between right and wrong. Is it resulting in harm? If the answer is no, then it's right. Plain and simple. I mean, that's how I see it. That's how it's been explained to me, and. That's how I've internalized it. You know? The thing is, is most people will think that they understand that. I'm like, yeah, well, no shit. Of course I understand that. I'm like, okay, well, do you believe in the legitimacy and necessity of having a system of external governance in any form? Yes or no? If you say yes, then you do, you do not understand these principles that we're trying to explain. Because, as I said before, the government by default is violence. That's how it operates. As James said before, it doesn't produce anything. It doesn't produce any wealth. It doesn't build the roads. It doesn't build schools. It fucking extracts the wealth, the real wealth, from the people, then redistributes that as they see fit, right? They distrib redistribute the money out to contractors that then go and build the roads and build the schools. It's not, you know, actually government themselves, government employees doing that. Um, so government the way their operation is funded is through extortion through taxation which is just a euphemism for extortion and slavery <laughs> right so by yep. by definition if you support government in any form you support slavery right and you support that which is objectively morally wrong because no one has the right to forcibly extract the fruits of another's labor you know through violence and coercion if that individual doesn't consent to that. And that's the thing. Even the limited governmenters and the fucking constitutionalists, they're so hung up on this we shit. They're, they're still, you know, they got caught up in a collectivist ideology. 
You know, there's they're fucking socialists still, these people. You know, that thing, well, what, what, what would we do about that? What would we do about that? And you were born here, so you have to pay your fair share. Just because someone is fucking, uh, uh, first of all, freedom is about understanding individual rights, individual sovereignty, you know, and there's no such thing as a group coming together and, you know, possessing special rights uh, that other individuals don't have. So a group of people can't come together and impose their will on an individual. Because they have the same rights as that individual does. Individuals comprise the collective. So you can't say just because you're born here, you have to pay taxes. That's the way we do things. Like, no, you can't force an individual into a collectivist system. You want that kind of system in place where services are rendered and protections, protection is provided. You can have that as long as the people who want to cooperate that system with that system are doing so uh, voluntarily. You know, it needs to yes. be on a voluntary basis. Yes. That's it. And that's all we're fucking saying. You know, they could have the, the, you could still have the exact same taxation, if you want to call it that, that exists today, but take out the element of punishment if you don't pay those taxes. And okay, everything's fine now because you can say, I'm not going to pay those taxes. And everyone's like, all right, whatever. You know, right, and don't exactly. pay. If you want to, right, here, we'll. If you have that system, that kind of system in place, then it's non government. You know, yeah, it's not government. Anarchy. That's fucking called anarchy. If you have voluntarism, it's anarchy, exactly. Not funding certain things. Like, okay, Mm -hmm. if I live by a fucking school and I don't have kids, why do I have to pay to fund that fucking school for other people's kids? Why? Or even if I have kids and I don't want to use that facility, why am I still paying for it? Exactly. You know, a funny I'm thing a gun is, is owner. That... Well, I don't want to pay. My protection is my own personal responsibility. My family's protection. I take that burden mm-hmm. of a responsibility, right? That's on me. I don't want to pay for a police force. Okay. No, thank you. But no, I don't have that option. All right. So what is that called when you don't have the option to decide where the, the product of your labor goes? Like what, what else can you call that? You're being held under duress. You're being coerced to fund programs and services and comply with certain decrees of a group of individuals. That's you're being held in a state of slavery. You know? Yeah, exactly. Uh, to switch it up a little bit, our boy Ragland wants to hear uh, if if you've heard of Deltron 3030. Then if you have, what do you think of Deltron 3030? What the fuck is that? Some kind of weed? <laughs> no, I Del, Del, Deltron thirty thirty. Ovid variant. Nah, he's a hip hop artist. Oh no, nah, I never heard of him, bro. Okay, and uh, he suggests that and DJ check Yoda. Yeah, check out check out Del Deltron thirty thirty and DJ Yoda. Or not um, conscious conscious uh, hip hop artist? I believe um, probably. You know, um, I think Deltron thirty thirty was is a part of the Gorillas. If I'm not mistaken, I've heard of that. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Dell the Funky Homo Sapien. Yeah, oh, okay. I think, the, I think the, black, the black dude. I'm pretty Isn't sure it? that the, the gorillas. He's got the the deep. Yeah, he's the dude that's know. that spits. Yeah, yeah, he's got the deep voice. Yeah, yeah. I thought okay. I, when I saw that when I saw that I was like I, I think I've heard of Deltron thirty thirty. He speaks he's truth. The, I think so. Yeah. Saying yeah. Yeah. Well, we're on a lag, so it's going to come oh, all right. <laughs> all right, man. Yeah, I'll so, definitely check that out, bro. Thanks for bringing that to my attention. Uh, he's uh, he's Ice Cube's cousin. 
So, okay. I mean, whatever that's worth, but yeah, he speaks truth to knowledge. That's what, that's what, uh, rags rag is saying. So we'll check yeah. out Deltron 3030 for sure. Yeah. Fuck yeah. DJ Yoda, right? DJ Yoda. Mm-hmm. All right. Well done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, ex- absolutely. Um, so, I mean, uh, we are about almost two hours in my brother. So, um, maybe we can give uh, some closing statements. And if anybody gets uh, another question in here to the, to the, uh, chat, then we can answer that. But, uh, I mean, in closing on my part, you know, I, I think what we really just need to do is just, if this is gonna, if this current state of what, like of world events, you know, you know, COVID and all the lockdowns and all this tyranny. If, if this part of our story is coming to a close, we're going to be moving on to the next part. What do we want that next part to look like? What do we, what do we want to take away from the last two years and bring into the future with us? I think that there's a few things, you know, I mean, this isn't like, Oh, game over. I'm calling it right now. But like, it seems that maybe just maybe they, they could be switching it up. It could be turning in, into something else pretty soon mm-hmm. um i think we need to hold on to a couple of things we first of all I'll never forget what the last two fucking years have done and i think that we really need to take this opportunity to reassess what our values are you know uh look at the things that we're look at the things that we're struggling to get back and how did we let ourselves even be that vulnerable to have those things taken away from us you know we, we need a we need a a decent understanding of history and how it got to this point and how to not let it get there again or to distance ourselves from the people that would like it to be worse <laughs> than it is even now um i implore people to really just read up on uh read up on morality uh to really do some some really you gotta you gotta do that inner work there that shadow work to see what makes yourself tick and please like this is not belief you need like if i give any advice to anybody that that word belief is dangerous to claim that what i'm talking about is simply a belief is a very it's a very solipsistic uh way of having a worldview, uh, this is not belief. This is an understanding of right and wrong, and what that behavior looks like, and how to act when that behavior is is uh, being done in front of you or to you. So we need to know that um, to make the future a better place. So we need, we're going to try to plant some seeds so the future will have some shade to sit in. And it's going to be a tough battle to get there. And we might not get that shade for ourselves, but that's the part of the sacrifice that we can all, no matter where you are or what you're doing, every decision you make, am I hurting someone? Am I hurting another living thing? If the answer is yes, don't do it. (laughs) Just try to find something better to do with your time. Um, Because of those, those, this is, that's one of the spiritual currencies is time and attention. Those are the two spiritual currencies, you know, it's better than money, the time and attention. That's, that's all we really have. When you really get down to it, that's all we really have in our life. 
so what are we spending our time on? What are we giving our attention to? So spend our time, give our attention to better things, to more conscious things where we're understanding the world around us and we're recognizing patterns when they start to appear. So that's why we take a look at history because we can see the patterns in history and we can see what's happening in the here and now and have an idea of what the future will look like. Not, uh, not telepathic or not tele, you know, we can't see what, into the future here, but we can get an idea of what it could look like. And we don't want to go down the road that we're headed down right now in the aggregate. We don't trust me. Um, so we need to start acting right, you know, come correct in our daily, you know, our daily, uh, interactions with other people and, you know, show each other, like I always say at the end of every episode, let's start showing each other some love and respect and understanding that if those things don't work, arm yourself to the teeth. Uh, so Joe, what do you have to say? Very fucking well put, dude concur with everything you said uh man i don't know just you know as ugly as shit is and as stupid as fucking the majority of people are don't you know be all doom and gloom about it like i said before like these motherfuckers don't got this shit in the bag they don't have every fucking eventuality mapped out that if we did this they're gonna do this like you know, and that's all you hear from people. Okay, well, if we rebel, they'll fucking release a real virus this time. And like, like, all right, so then what are you about? Then what are you going to do? You know, like, they, we can turn this around. Is it damn near impossible? Yeah, especially where it's at now. But, uh, you know, on the other hand, like, people are just beginning to open their eyes now. Now's the time. Better than any point in history, I believe, that we could reach more people with the principles of anarchism and true freedom under natural law you know um it's it's only it's only a matter of will you know like one thing you got to give the rulers of this world is boy do they have the willpower to get done what they want to get done regardless of the dumb fucking shithead minions they have working for them you know that that you know, these fucking freak ghouls that maybe contradict themselves and get caught lying all the time. Like, the ones at the top, they got their shit together and they're fucking working hard to accomplish this New World Order agenda. Um, but can you imagine if we, you know, us in the truth community, the freedom community, whatever you want to call it, more, you know, if there was more of us and we were at it 24-7 like these motherfuckers are with their media and their politicians and their... You know, their movies, their music that they're they're uh, infiltrating, right, to, to poison the minds. Imagine if we were on top of our shit like that, putting the message out through podcasts, through videos and presentations and documentaries and music and art and blogging, you know, like, like Passio's trying to do with the One Great Work Network, you know. If we had just more people doing this um, and, and making it their top priority to fight for truth and freedom, you know, Forget about it. You would see how quickly the landscape would change. It would be amazing. So keep your heads up. Do what you got to do. Just play your part. Don't worry about everyone else. You're not here to wake everyone the fuck up. You're just here to play your part. Use your God-given talent, whatever it may be, uh, to you know put the word out. Put the truth out. And just do your thing. So at the end of the day, regardless of where we go, where we end up, your, your hands are clean. Your soul is clean. 
and uh, you fulfilled your obligation to creation. Um, so yeah, that's it. That's all I got to say. Beautifully said, Joe. Beautifully said. So, all right, uh, we're gonna wrap it up here then. And so, all right, my name is James Cordner. My website is freeyourmindne.com. We come back here just about every Saturday night, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That's the time that the stream is supposed to start. I usually have a technical difficulty or two. Uh, the gremlins really like to come at me hard. It's not really that, it, though. It's just me being dumb. I don't, you know, I'm not really prepared ahead of time. But we get the stream going, and we, it's a it's a fun time. Um, so, uh, last thing for me next weekend, though. I know I just said every Saturday night, but next weekend I very well might be uh, taking the weekend off. I am going to be I'm going to be uh, turning a year older next weekend, and I might not be streaming spend a little bit of time doing other things instead uh, so thank you all for tuning in and we're going to let joe take us out and tell us again where he can be found and yeah joe freedom for all dot online um if you go to the top left corner of the site and drop down menu you'll find you know my music my podcast uh merch is on there so yeah, ton, ton of great content, good music, and uh, a bunch of, you know, uh, videos and presentations by other researchers that have taught me a lot throughout the years. Just a ton of great information on there. So yeah, go go check me out. Yeah, you can get this wicked cool shirt with this giant anarchy symbol on there. You can't make out the words, but it says no masters, no slaves right here, right there across your chest. And, you know, it's a, it's a great shirt. It's wicked comfortable too, by the way. Yeah, I like the material they make. Yeah. Doesn't itch my it does it doesn't itch my skin. It's great. They don't shrink either in the wash, man. No, they come pre-shrunk. God damn it. The way it should be. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, I got uh, some dope designs for tees and hoodies for men and, and women. So yeah, go check that out. If you want to support me, that would be really cool. I'd appreciate it. Yeah. Oh, and and oh, very last thing, I swear to God. That it's the last thing, and another last thing, but <laughs> but no, you join the Discord join my discord chat that you can actually find joe there as well and uh he's not he, he's got a, a busy you know a busy personal life so he might not get back to you right away but he's in there and of course i am in, i'm in there too you find that link in the show description the show notes right underneath this uh video that you're watching now come in and join it's going to be fun you can come and uh, continue this conversation with me in there and yeah so Thank you for your participation, the audience, the people that participated in the chat tonight. Thank you. I've seen you in there, Sean McCann, uh, Ivan. Sean McCann. You know, Sean McCann was in there tonight, uh, not really asking questions, just participating, which is great. And then we got Ivan and, and this boy, this dude, uh, Raglan. So really appreciate the participation in there tonight. Um, this kind of conversation is is what keeps us going and and, and uh, helps, helps a lot. So without uh sparking up another whole bit of a conversation we're just gonna go so you know uh i love you all agape motherfuckers and we'll catch you on the flip side peace